In this episode of Compliance Man, True or False, we consider whether there is greater gender diversity in the compliance function or if it is something that needs to be considered by corporations. If you're a compliance professional, then Compliance Man is here to help you figure out what to focus on and how within your organization. Join your host, Tim kazanoff Bataroff, the Compliance Man, for three minutes of condensed compliance awesomeness. Welcome to a new series of Compliance Man. This season, it is called True or False. As always, I'm joined by Tim kashanov batarov a compliance practitioner who focuses on compliance in international markets and has done so for the past 20 years. Based upon his work experience at six countries as an in-house compliance officer, Tim now consults senior managers and compliance officers globally on com complex ethics and compliance matters as a partner and head of the compliance practice at Eternal Law. On top of that, Tim is a co-founder of the Compliance Club, an international community of compliance practitioners of whom I periodically attend meetings sharing best practices and trends with compliance practitioners. Uh, we're going to link to Tim's uh, page on Eternal Law in the show notes. In each podcast on Compliance Man, we consider a provocative topic from the corporate real life agenda and try to determine if it's true or false. We invite you to participate in these discussions by commenting on each podcast and proposing topics for the true or false series. The most active listeners will be invited to join us because we really want to have a conversation. And we're thrilled today to have one of our most active listeners join us, Alexandra Zaitseva. She is a compliance officer at QTE, I'm going to say, Group, an international energy company. Alexandra, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Tim, today we are going to talk about the trend, or not, of more women wanting to be in compliance and um, actually be becoming compliance professionals. Alexandra, as our guest, we're going to ask you to th to start us off. What do you think about this trend? Is it real or is something else going on? Uh, Thomas and Tim, uh, thank you for inviting me to join you in discussing really hot compliance topics. From what I see, uh, there are a lot of seasoned legal professionals among women that consider to continue their careers as a compliance practitioners. However, I do not think that we have a trend demonstrating increase of intent among women to become a compliance professionals. Alexandra, let me disagree with you. Maybe you remember a saying from the famous Soviet movie that in absence of statistics, Soviet people would never know how apparently good it is to live in the USSR. Statistics can be a very tricky thing. Having said that, I can just remember that 10 years ago, there was much less women in compliance profession. So, am I right? Well, Tim, I'm going to have to disagree with you because things are actually different in the United States and perhaps even Western Europe in the compliance profession. In the United States, fully 55% of compliance professionals are women, and that number is only increasing. 
this may be not true in uh, where you all practice or in emerging markets, but I think there are several reasons in the United States why there are more women in compliance, uh, the, the more than half. So I'd like to maybe pose these reasons and see uh, what you all think of them. So first of all, um, I think we're all legal professionals and the legal profession obviously has been around for a long time, but the compliance profession is relatively new in the United States, really about 20 years old. And so when you have a new profession, it really gives an opportunity for people who may not have had opportunities in other professions. So for instance, in uh, the legal profession, obviously many of the older, more senior practitioners are male um, for historic reasons, but because compliance is relatively new, it uh, beginning really after the passage of the US law Sarbanes-Oxley 20 years ago, it uh, was really not seen as glamorous, desirable, or even a cool profession. But what that gave women in the United States is more opportunities to step into this profession. A couple of other things have happened uh, more recently in the United States, which is a greater awareness of bringing women into leadership roles, both in corporations and uh, on boards of directors, for instance. So there are new laws that mandate uh, a board of director of a company must have a gender diversity, meaning more women on it. And then there's a last thing, and perhaps Alexandra, you may speak to this directly. Uh, women are traditionally viewed as more passionate about helping others. And there is a great passion in the compliance profession for compliance, but it also translates to helping others, helping your company, helping others uh, you do business with, and really helping fight the global scourge of bribery and corruption. So really for all of those reasons, and perhaps there are others, um, we have more than half of the new entrants in compliance are women. And so I see this as a, as a opportunity uh, for growth uh, uh, for women and gender diversity. Alexander, what did you think of uh, any of these comments? Uh, Tom, uh, I agree with you. By education, I'm a lawyer. And when I started my uh, professional track, I didn't know anything about compliance. In the beginning of my career, I never thought to become a compliance officer. A lot of things have changed since then. However, I still believe that there is no blooming demand for women to become compliance practitioners. Even more, I have noticed that sometimes ladies go back to legal position after being a compliance officer for a while. Well, Alexandra, I am more optimistic about future of compliance and women in compliance in particular. For instance, in Compliance Club, community of practitioners from the Eurasian region, there is an increasing amount of women among compliance professionals. I would agree with Tom that in many cases, those are former maybe in-house legal heads that got compliance roles on top of their legal functions. In many instances, however, as compliance profession becomes stronger, women are assigned with a separate compliance roles that are not part of legal departments. You know, it seems to me that 
all of our views are that there's an increasing amount of women in compliance, and there may be a variety of reasons uh, for this, uh, some unique to the United States, but some also apply literally across the world and across the globe in both uh, Western Europe, emerging markets, uh, Russia, and in other countries. So I believe it's fair to say that there's an increasing number of women in compliance. We are having greater uh, gender diversity, and uh, this is, uh, I think, different the, as new people come into our profession. I think it is um, uh, something that, that I'm seeing more of, but I agree with your statements, but really from my perspective, I don't think it's something new. I think it's something that's really built upon the foundations of compliance literally uh, from 20 years ago. What do you all think? I agree with you, Tom. We hope that number of women, including those who are maybe 20 years old and new generation of compliance professionals who want to become compliance people will be increasing. Uh, Tom, I also fully agree with you. My own example proves your words. This, this has been a very interesting discussion and I think that it's something that the three of us will have to continue to, to watch, but perhaps as our profession grows across the country, across the world rather, we will see greater uh, gender diversity and a wider variety of views. So this has been a great exploration of a question that I think is uh, a lot of people are considering and really thinking about. Uh, this is Tom Fox, together with my colleague, Tim Kashanov-Patroff, and our special guest, Alexandra Zatsavaya. I know I butchered your name, sorry. Um, we're here for you for this episode. But we'll have Alexandra back for our next episode. So I hope you will join us. And I hope you will join us for Compliance Man True or False. If you disagree or want to share your views on ethics topic, we'd love to hear from you because we want to have a truly global conversation. Thanks to all for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance Man True or False. If you'd like any more information on Tim, I've linked to his LinkedIn profile, which will tell you more about himself and his new law firm. Also, please join us again for another episode of Compliance Man, True or False. This month on The Compliance Life, I premiere a new podcast guest, Gabe Hidalgo, Managing Director at K2 Integrity. Gabe has one of the most unique journeys to the CCO chair that I've come across. I hope you will join me the first four weeks of June for an exploration of moving to, sitting in, and moving from the CCO chair on The Compliance Live, a production of The Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.